we can start whatever, I guess. I was afraid that you were going to scream, scream and make a noise. Whee! There it is. Welcome to the FPT <laughs> podcast. Also hey, known as Recycle this is not. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a wrong <laughs> show. Let's we haven't it. made an FPT podcast in... Oh, fuck. Like... Three years? Four years? Something like Sounds that. Sounds about right. Hey, I've been waiting this whole podcast to do this. I've been waiting until we press a record just to do this. Ooh. That. that was a Diet Coke. I've been so fucking thirsty, but I wanted to <laughs> wanted to make that noise on the microphone. That was a really so. nice noise. Yeah, I know. I've been it was worth it. Let me take let me take that first sip. That's like a good like little sound bite. We should like save that for things. I don't know what. But it was just nice. So good. John, can I talk Coke. about how weird it is that you like Diet Coke versus Coke Zero? Yeah. I, I it's because I just forget. I always forget that Coke Zero exists. You forget a lot. Of, you just, we just had a conversation minutes ago where you forgot Steak and Shake existed as a restaurant. <laughs> well, I did. I forgot that it's a thing. So, hi everybody. Welcome to the Recycle Bin. Uh, yeah. Low low energy episode because I just got done uh, moving soon, and I just got done doing a lot of home renovation at the new place. And oh my god, it's so you made tiring. a floor. You made a floor, wood floor. Yeah, uh, for my new office, it had some really ratty old carpet that may have actually been installed in the 1930s. Uh, <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Uh, so, like under the carpet, there was no like pad, like padding, I guess. And there yeah, was so it was well, okay. So beneath the ratty old red carpet, it was a linoleum like mat, like that you would find. I don't even know where you'd find it. It was just a weird mat, like made of like placemat material. And okay. then underneath that, between uh, the wood and that linoleum mat, was newspaper from the era the house was built, which, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, was like 1920. No, no, 1934, 1933. Shit. Uh, it's literally <laughs> from, our, from our local area, World War II <laughs> newspapers talking about buying war bonds and like <laughs> oh my god and to so really weird. like show what has happened with time uh you like wanted to call the local newspaper to tell them that hey i have this old paper that you guys printed do you want it but they don't exist anymore they literally yeah they literally this this newspaper which has been going since at least 1934 i got the proof right. <laughs> uh ended like weeks ago <laughs> that's that's kind of sad I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. Of course, it's happening, but it's kind of sad. I don't even know entirely why they ended. I didn't actually do what like do you any mean, digging. Because who's reading the fucking paper? I feel like there needs to be a newspaper. Is that just weird? <laughs> not like not like for local though. people to keep up with like elections and like stuff like that. Local the, events. They I don't have know. the news and Facebook. I guess, but like the news is the news. It's like blah and facebook is bullshit and full of russians so <laughs> it's all There's just no russians in the newspaper <laughs> all you can trust is the newspaper exactly uh, oh man yeah. that's sad well so they actually got absorbed by another local newspaper oh they did okay, so now well, they have that. like a page in the other local newspaper dedicated for the ruins of what used to be that sounds really embarrassing and like why it would, really is that's like here yeah here's your page in our paper <laughs> it's like moving back in with your parents and you just live it in does the seem like you that. live it's in the basement like, but you're 70 here you go yeah <laughs> here you go. The your little life. face the end of your life you just come back and you're like mom i couldn't do it <laughs> it didn't work out 
<laughs> Jaren, should we get into some user-submitted voicemails based no. on our nice, lovely phone number? No, we don't have any voicemails this week. I don't. That's a lie. I know. I'm kidding. I have a lot of voicemails. We have like hey, hundreds. Uh, listen, I need to t- to let everybody know. First of uh-huh. all, thank you. Every episode of Recycle Bin that we put out has been double wow. the listens of the previous. So it's crazy. It's crazy how many people are flocking over and finally listening audio only. I was scared about that. I was scared about not putting it on YouTube and stuff and that no one would find it or care to listen. But it turns out when you only give people audio, eventually they come around. They're like, <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess. Have a choice. And there's. So many of you, there's thousands of you right now listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called. So right now, if that's what you're doing, if you're one of the thousands of people and you're not leaving a review, you you can't be our friend. So right now, <gasps> yeah, go down, go down, leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It doesn't even have to be five stars, but just leave us a review to say, hey, uh, <laughs> it definitely needs to be five stars. Nah, don't want to force it too much. <laughs> I don't want it to be a threat. Just leave a review. Just leave one. Is that too much to ask? I don't but if you so. don't, we'll kill you. <laughs> I really no like. Oh, by the way, Burn, this is our fourth week in a row. Oh, did I did it. make you that promise, didn't we I? We did it. We well, I don't know. I don't care. I don't want to do another show. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to let everybody know that yeah. the most inconsistent podcast group is four weeks in a row today. This is our fourth <laughs> podcast in a row. For and we almost who... missed it because we usually record on like a Friday or Saturday. This oh, is a yeah. Sunday. No, Almost yeah, I had to. Uh, I had. I did my flooring, my my wood floor yesterday, which but it was a pain in the ass. And I told John I couldn't. I was just too tired. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, <laughs> on okay, like the requirement for starting this one, if I remember correctly, or no, it was something else. But if we did this podcast four weeks in a, wo- a row, I, in I a said that, <laughs> if we did this dude, podcast I'm a, I'm a four mess. weeks in a row, <laughs> I'm a mess with words right now. <laughs> feel free to pitch in if you feel like I, you know where I'm going. <laughs> Uh, I said that we could do a podcast that Jaren's been really wanting to do in recent memory if we could be consistent with this one because he he needs yeah, to have ultimatums because he's a child. <laughs> no, hey, fuck you! This is as much your fault as it is Jern's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so everyone, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, go do the thing right now. Uh, I really love doing this show now. Now that we changed it, <laughs> I really like it because now you guys do the work and leave the voicemails. <laughs> And all that stuff. Uh, we got I got a couple topics to talk about in this episode of Recycle Bin, but we'll sort of jump into uh, voicemails and then Can at some I just point ask, we'll is, go in. So since we're doing voicemails, does this make us a React podcast? Oh, n- mm. does it make us right? a React podcast or like a Q and A show? Huh. Interesting. We should just rename this Ask FPT because that's what it is. Should we worry about the fine bros? Is what I'm trying to say. Oh no! Fuck them. Okay. Fuck the fine bros. Are they still doing things? Are they still ugly and like scary looking? <laughs> yeah, I think they so. look like sock puppets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, voicemails. We'll start with the first one. I think this is for you, Burn. Here you go. Ooh. Uh, hi guys. My name is Jacob. I'm from Michigan. And this is a question for Burn. Why don't you stream on Twitch anymore, dude? I uh, I have you added on Steam, and I played with you a few times, played some CSGO with you, but I really miss uh, you streaming. You should do that again. But that's it, guys. Love the show. Bye. Oh, what a nice voicemail. Uh, You know, I miss streaming too, but 
I found towards the end of me doing it, it I felt the obligation setting in and I lost the passion for it. <laughs> so like I felt I wanted I only wanted it to ever be a hobby. I didn't want it to be like a new income source or anything like that. So I, I don't know. I felt like maybe I, I should wait for the passion to hit again and you know and he'll never be back. <laughs> there's a chance. I mean there's a chance I won't, <laughs> but if I do come back, just know that I'm I want to be there and like I thought it'll you be were fun. gonna stream classic wow. I thought about it because uh, Classic WoW is a big, like, the launch was a really big, like, important time. Uh, but that's kind of a reason I didn't want to stream it is because I didn't want it. I didn't want to be worried about enter- entertaining anybody. I just wanted to to play my game and, uh, like, act like I was 13 <laughs> Maybe again. Maybe that's what you should you know. do. You should just start streaming but not acknowledge anybody watching. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's a like secret it's, camera or, like, Yeah, like it's not even streaming. Um, oh, you said no. you played on Steam with him. You played CS:GO. Oh yeah, did I did a lot of. Uh, I, yeah, I did um, a good amount of CS:GO with with uh, the people who were watching, and it was really fun. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I want to, but I'm just waiting for it to waiting for the mood to strike me. He'll never he'll never come back, people. <laughs> never come back. Okay, next voicemail. Hey, Jordan Byrne, and I'm Jason. I'm from Switzerland, and I've been Whoa. watching your show for a couple of years now. And I just wanted to ask. Have you guys ever felt burned out on the content you make? Because tech news is kind of repetitive. And I and I want to ask if you you felt like changing up the content to like something else or just like quoting altogether. And thank you very much and goodbye. That was a really <laughs> nice message. All the way yeah, from we, Switzerland. We're wow. All together. That was our thank next you. that's our next course of action. Uh that's see, he said have you ever felt burnt out and we laughed. Because <laughs> It's like a seasonal depression. Like <laughs> it's so cyclical that it burns us out almost every week. Yeah, we're burnt out on being burnt out. Is that's what's happening? Yeah, that's why. Like we, I mean, if you've noticed over time, if you've been watching the show for a long period, John has started just giving less fucks every episode. <laughs> it seems, and the show has really taken a turn from just being like. Here's the new phone. Look at it. It's very pretty, and it's it's become more market discussion and like yeah, you know, like more like theoretical stuff. Which I f- I think that's what you're really more interested in, and, yeah, and well, that, that at least keeps your point. interest. Yeah, especially at this point, I really like it. But also, uh, I think so. I really liked making that Steve Jobs video. Yeah, it was. Great. I really liked doing that, uh, and I think that more of that stuff will make me less make me hate things less. I think. Yeah, if I make I more of those, um, so the Steve jo- the Steve Jobs video I really really liked, and uh, honestly, I was, I so I edited that myself, and I got really worried do? towards the end of editing, like the whole second guessing yourself because you've seen uh-huh. the video a hundred times trying to edit it, and then by the end you're like, I, this isn't any good. <laughs> That's I was feeling like this is a, this is a shitty video, and <laughs> I assumed that. When we put it out, it was going to be one of those things that lingers with us. Like the backlash from that video would be something that lingers for a while. Not the case at just, all. Yeah, I thought people would just overall be negative for like the next few weeks. Right. But no, no. For, I, that, I've never been more shocked by an audience reaction than from that video. No, it was really good. And so we'll make more of those, maybe. You know, you, you brought up that like that second guessing mentality. And, you know, I used to really get that about the show um, when I would edit it. Or I still do. What? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you still edit it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, but I feel I find that like if I ever find myself second guessing the episode I'm working on, 
Uh-huh. It all just goes back to feeling about like, wow, that cut feels really good. And then I then I stop second guessing. I'm like, no, this feels good. I'm just stupid. <laughs> so well, tip for any editors out there. Stuff? Well, that's the thing is I, I start to second guess, but then my like instincts and like uh, general feelings about the flow of the show and everything kick in and I go, no, this is actually good. Stop being dumb. Don't don't use your brain anymore. Your brain's stupid. You've been looking at this for yeah. too long. You know, trust your gut. And that that's kind of like a general editing tip, I think, for anybody who has to edit a lot or like just, you know, solo content creators out there who don't have somebody else to like bounce stuff off of. It's mm-hmm. pain in the butt. Speaking of second guessing thing, I wanted to bring up the uh the YouTube verification issue from this week. Do you- oh right. Did you follow that closely? Because it was like oh, it was like here and then over very quick, and I don't know how involved Burn was. I followed it through you because you sent me updates, and I saw some stuff on Twitter from creators I follow. Uh, but then, like you said, it was over very fast, so I just kind of, you know. Yeah, so if you missed it this week, it's really just a creator sort of deal. And literally, it's, just, it's a very small fraction of the creators on YouTube that had to deal with it because it was only verified creators. Yeah. So the people that have that check mark next to their name, it was only right. us. So uh, YouTube decided in one of their classic, there's no problem here, but we're going to make one, moves. Uh, they just sent an email to only verified creators uh, where they were changing the criteria for verification. And they said, some. so some of us got an email that said, hey, we're changing the criteria. Good news. You keep your verified thing. And then the other the other percentage of us got you no longer meet the requirements for verification. We're taking it away. And you couldn't tell what the criteria was. They were so vague. Like it was like, number one, have a presence online. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was like, have a presence online, have a well-established community audience, all the other stuff. Then the next one was like, if you have a confusing name, like if you have a confusing what? channel name that could be confused with I didn't other see channels. That. Oh, okay. Like, like well defined. Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. But that's a really dumb, like. But like, know. that's the. I thought that was the criteria. I thought that's why you, <laughs> that's why you were verified. But yeah. they said they were going to proactively do it. So no longer, effectively, how it works now or how it did work was once you hit 100,000 subscribers, you were able to apply for verification so a human Uh at youtube you'd be in a live chat uh it's not even a form that you would fill out you'd be in a live chat with them and apply for verification and they would look at your channel and either verify the channel or not they could still turn it down or whatever okay and before it used to be there was a different method for verification like earlier on uh so some channels like this is why if you you might stumble across some channels with like 2,000 subscribers or something that are verified, mm-hmm. it was a different method before. It was like really, really easy, and MCNs had the power to do it, right. and they started abusing it. So MCNs were literally just like handing out <laughs> verification badges to- Shocking. Yeah, anybody. It was like, you know how uh, MCNs have, uh, well, I guess viewers would know this, but- the the channel networks for YouTube will email creators and offer them perks. Like, if you join our network and give us some of your ad revenue, we'll give you a free music subscription to use copyright-free yeah. music. Well, back in the day, one of those benefits was we would give you a check mark. We would verify your channel. So ridiculous. Yeah, so it would it was abused, and YouTube no longer does that. That You have to hit 100,000 subscribers to be even considered for verification. Yeah. But it became such a mess that... 
uh, I assume YouTube was like, fuck, <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we got to do something. And um, there's been a lot of media outcry, like Twitter. This just happened with Twitter. Like the media and mainstream was going after Twitter because they had verified like white supremacists, oh, according yeah. to the media stuff. And for some reason, the media was looking at verification badges as like an endorsement from the platform, which is not the case. Like, nope. Any regular person that sees a blue check or a check mark next to anybody's name for a verified check mark, I don't think they ever be like, "Oh yeah, that means that Twitter invites them to the birthday party." Like, I wonder it's not, if it's not well, an endorsement. It just means, yeah, this is the real account. I th- yeah, I mean that makes sense, but like, it kind of doesn't matter what what it does matter what they see it as, and it does look like it's validation, right? A little from bit from the outside. I guess, like, I, I, I mean, can really see that because. It's just like what's in if you think if you think about like the general consumer or whatever you know they're the yeah. they're they're the normie the normies. I mean, I feel like just off on surface level, it, it is what it is. It means yes, you found the real account. This is it. This is the official account. To me, that's what true. verification means. Yeah, and that's what it that's what it was on YouTube. But they were getting this. They were getting the same thing. Like the wrong people are verified on YouTube, sort of deal. Right, and a lot of creators. So there was a lot of backlash, but I think a lot of it was for the wrong reasons. Like a lot of creators were upset because they worked hard for this badge <laughs> and now it was being taken away. And it's yeah. not a participation trophy. It's not like a, hey, you did good. Here's a verification badge. I was worried because it's a security issue. Like It is. I agree. Like, okay, so I like to watch a lot of uh, live streams from smaller creators and... If I could you like if I went into the chat and tried to engage in the conversation, you know, the front page tech account and there's no verification check mark, I feel like most of the attention would be taken off of whoever's streaming and be put into chat and it would just be people arguing and whether or not this is the real account, like if this is the real me or us, the real front page tech. It's just necessary to like th- there shouldn't be a question of identity. Right. With, and with so that made me not want to engage channel. in chat. And also yeah. Without a verification check mark, anybody can be from Pitch Tech. They can go. They can just make an account, change yep. their logo or something, and comment and go in live streams as us. Exactly. And people are dumb. They're not going to like look further into it to click on the channel and make sure it's us. The verification check mark stuff is very important for just security reasons and authenticity. Period. I think that. Um. I think there wouldn't have been so much outcry. Like I get that YouTube was either being pressured by mainstream and also they're probably like, you know, rules for verification have changed throughout the years and there's so much, it's just a mess now. I would have understood if they were like, okay, everybody is de-verified, unverified. No, <laughs> there's nobody and we're going to start from scratch. So yeah. nobody's verified anymore. We're going to like proactively verify the, the right accounts now. But that's not what happened. They chose a group of people that stayed verified and another group of people that lost the verification. And the the criteria for that was very vague and didn't make any sense. Like, uh, there's a tech YouTube channel, Red Skull Pro or something, who gets uh-huh. like three. We've had a we've had messes with him in the past on Twitter, but uh, he gets like three thousand views a video, and he got to keep his verification. It just was like it was so. And then channels like John Rettinger, Techno Buffalo, well. Yep. Techno Buffalo was purchased, but just John Rettinger at this point. 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube also lost his verification. And it was just like... Same with f- uh, Brian Brushwood as well. Yeah. 
Brian Brushwood also. So like, what the fuck? What is the criteria? What do you want? So we were, the people that were verified and we got the email that were, that the verification was going away, we were allowed to go ahead and appeal. So I did that. And number one, I so I was logged in with my business account, john at fptlabs.com, that email. So when I went to appeal, it wouldn't let me because I wasn't verified. So I had to log oh into the front page tech account to even get the option to appeal. So that already, so you like, I had to log in with my verified account to do this, which is ironic because I have to, they want to verify that it's me to uh-huh. appeal my verification. And so uh, the, the things that I had to fill in was like, number one, what's your channel URL? I just logged in. You should know that. Uh, number two, can you give us, uh, links to your social media, your Twitter, your Facebook, all that other stuff. And then the third option was provide as many links as you can to outside articles and third-party sources about you. And luckily for us, we've got hundreds of articles about us really or articles do, yeah. that we've been included in. So I just put like 30 in there and <laughs> called it a day. But there's no other thing there. Like th- those are That's the criteria that YouTube wants. And I just thought it was funny that to be legitimate on the YouTube platform... You have to have outside sources like The Verge and stuff talking about you. I just thought that right. was ironic. And a lot of think about how many creators you know are really popular on YouTube, but probably don't have articles written about them. Well, yeah, I mean, it's anybody who doesn't rely on any sort of outside media or anything like that. Yeah, would probably have that problem. This whole thing is a mess. I mean, I feel like the they're just, the appeal process should have just been like. Hey, click this button. We'll look at your channel. <laughs> That's well, it. Yeah, but regardless, I mean, they undid it all. Yeah, then uh, w- everyone complained and freaked out about it, rightfully so. And yeah. then for once, I, I, I mean, I didn't expect this. Like in a crazy plot twist, Susan Wojcicki tweeted, the CEO of YouTube, tweeted that she heard us and that they're they're changing it. They're they're just going back. Everyone that was verified before gets to stay verified. Uh, they don't have to appeal, and they're they are changing the way the verification process works a little bit, but the people that are verified aren't getting unverified and need to yeah. appeal. It just stays that way. So I, way, I mean, that's the way it should be, really. I can't believe that it almost it almost makes me feel like they just did it on purpose to like make us feel like we got a win. I don't know. I mean, all it made <laughs> me think it was like. it, every time YouTube changes something, I'm just continuously surprised at how like unclear the leadership is and just how like it's, it, everything's a mess all the time nothing's yeah. clear nothing's good everything's awful <laughs> all i mean the a change that i do agree with and i don't think there's a lot of people that don't agree with it but i don't know if you've noticed brian there's uh the abbreviated sub counts are active now yeah i like that i mean that's fine so social blade doesn't work anymore you can't see the exact subscriber count on a video like ours only changes per thousand subscribers so yeah. the, the public number changes per thousand we can see it on the back end but like i i actually like that i actually like uh it, well, it takes the focus subcounts. away from subscribers which never really mattered and yeah puts you know shows that like yo views are really the king yeah so no i get it yeah it makes sense and i think it's i think it's silly that people who have a problem with it have, like lack understanding i would yeah. say yeah Okay, uh, uh, let's go to another voicemail. Do another back to the voicemail. easy part of the podcast. Say what? Back to the easy part of the podcast. Yeah, back to the easy part, the part that we don't <laughs> do any work. Here we go. Churn, burn. This is Zach calling from the great white north. Hey. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. 
I have a question. It's an age-old question. It's something I've asked many creators, many uh, tech tubers. It's important that we address this question. This is the kind of question that can define an age, can really make us more human if we figure this out. Oh, boy. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Cheers. Oh, my God. Nope. No, it's not. It's a hot dog. (laughs) Okay, what... First of all, a sandwich, the, the, a hot dog bun is connected. Yep. It's, 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 so, yeah, it's, it's not a taco. It's a hot dog. Because a, yeah. a hot dog bun's called a hot dog bun. Right. Not, <laughs> it not, so if for, I guess if, you, if the bun like ripped and you had to put one bun on the top and one bun on the bottom, then you have a hot dog sandwich. Sure. That's fine. But the bun's intact. It's not a sandwich. It's yeah, like a, of course. It's like a hot dog sub. There are other <laughs> things. There are, there are other uh, things to consider as well, like type of bread. Like you've seen like wraps and stuff. That's why they're called wraps, not called sandwiches. Yes. You know, it's, it's a very clear, very clear question. I, yeah, I don't understand. the. It's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. Yep, I would agree. Not a sandwich. Thank you for your thank question. Thank you, Zach. Was that great. was the most important question to ask. Okay, <laughs> uh, here we go. What's up, dude? It's your boy, El Jefe. What I want to know is, why is it so important for you to give back to the smaller creators that are just coming up? I think it's a question that might be important to a lot of us, and I'd love to know. Thanks, dude. That was a good question. Yeah. Quality stuff from El Jefe. Uh, Because you need to feed your ego. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We need to take credit for other people's success. That's it. Exactly. Um, Well, I think for us, it's just like, nothing like that was around so not only was were like the top creators really not helping smaller creators back then when we started also there wasn't have you noticed burn that there's a different community aspect to youtube now like the smaller creators usually all know each other and they have their own little group yeah all that other stuff there was none of that like when we started everyone was sort of on their own and it was all foreign everyone was kind of like there was almost some weird like animosity too amongst like every creator. I felt like back in the day. Yeah, I don't. There was no like let's help each other and let's succeed and all that other stuff. And definitely not anyone helping like you know. I think it was smaller creators. It might have been the like the weird formalities surrounding like MCNs and like. Do you remember how it was almost like the MCNs would, uh. <laughs> they would put together collabs between creators. Yeah. And it was very like sanctioned oh my God. and like it that was a great so point. weird. It was so like like here our 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 team will introduce you to their team and you know that is it, it a was great point. So anymore like, it's all broken down. It's more personal. Yeah. So like collabs happen all the time still, obviously. Yeah. But it's it's usually like friends helping friends and or or just other okay. Viper's a good example. Viper's uh, a great example. His live streams include a lot of creators, big and small, like some massive creators, big and small. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was nothing, nothing like that ever no. until like I don't know, maybe the last three years ish, four years maybe. But Brian, I never thought about that. Burn is completely correct. When back in the day, there was like the MCNs when they were more. There was more of them around, a lot more around. They were oh a bigger God, part yeah. of YouTube. It was like bad. 
for a second, like if you wanted monetized, you had to consider an MCN. Yeah. Um, that was a thing where like that was that was part of the MCN pitch was there are other creators on their network and we'll get you in contact with them and we'll have collapse. In fact, there were a lot of phone calls like that. Like, oh my uh, god, yes. Our early phone calls with MCNs were so fucking frustrating. No, nobody has ever understood the platform. Nobody, but MCNs pretended like they did. And our early phone calls as a smaller channel with MCNs where they promised to help grow your channel, that was one of the things like, well, you're not growing because you're not collabing and you need, we need to, you need to let us like get in contact with other people. And mm-hmm. it was all sorts of fucked and it, it's not like that anymore. Now collabs just sort of happened sort of for the right reasons. But before I've completely forgot that MCNs, that was like a thing they did was force people to collab together. You know, it's funny that like, I think I just said. <laughs> that like YouTube doesn't know like they're scary because they don't know what they're doing and they're always fucking our lives up. <laughs> but then they make some like sweeping decisions that are actually like way better for the platform. Like little yeah. things like the subscriber number uh, abbreviation. And then like I forget exactly what changes they made that like really fucked over MCNs, but it happened. You oh, know? they they. OK, so, yeah, I remember they canned third-party MCNs. So there used to be like a uh, like a content management system with YouTube. Like there was a uh-huh. there was a there was a platform like another dashboard with YouTube that MCNs got that gave them uh, right. connections to copyright stuff like you could issue copyright strikes, mm-hmm. uh, verification badges, like this is all it all had to do with that. And there were you know the main MCNs but there were like smaller MCNs under those MCNs. Oh my god! I that remember. still got the same, <sighs> uh, the same dashboard as the main MCN. And right. I remember we we made a front page tech about this. Well, I guess it was an FPT. Now I forget when it happened, but uh, those like little tiny MCNs were the ones abusing and like just signing any partners they could and abusing the system and issuing copyright strikes and verifying people. The wild west. And so YouTube literally just shut it down. Like they they disconnected that API from those people, and they all in one day just gone. Yeah, I remember that. And because a lot of those MCNs also another change that happened from that was people were getting locked into their contracts with MCNs, mm-hmm. like stuck, and there was a lot of legal issues back and forth, and that brought about a change where YouTube were in the dashboard in your YouTube dashboard as a creator. If you're part of an MCN, you have a one click button that you can hit to disconnect yourself from the MCN. Right. So, uh, like, a lot of MCNs would, like, trap people. We, I mean, we had it happen to us. Was it full screen or broadband TV? <laughs> it might have been multiple times, John. Yeah. It's hard to remember. I think it was broadband TV. We had a year contract with them, and there was a part in the contract where, like, two weeks before your contract ended, at least, you had to make it known that you wanted out of the contract. Yeah. And we, and we did that. And they just responded with, oh, no, sorry, we just renewed it. <laughs> we just renewed your contract. You're in here for another year. Uh, and they would try to, like, blackmail you and keep you. Yeah. It was but, awful. I'm Yeah, so that's, that's a change I'm happy with, YouTube. So what, tell you what, do more of this stuff and less of the verification stuff, huh? Yeah. Like, like just keep it, keep it consistent. Even, even consistently mediocre across the board would be good, huh? <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, that's why we do stuff for smaller creators because it wasn't happening when we were. And it's fun, man. It's fun. It is because bigger creators get jaded, and it's just not as fun to interact with them. And you know, 
Right. It's just no one's doing anything interesting except for the smaller guys. So no it's just, one's it's doing just more anything fun. interesting except for Jordan Burn. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next one. Hey there, John. This is uh, Jerry, otherwise known as Barnacles, to the rest Ooh, of the internet. There he is. I just wanted to ask, why did you guys get rid of Job Prosser? I mean, he seemed like he was an all right guy, and I, I think it's just terrible that you got rid of him, despite what that other guy was saying on Twitter. Um, you know, hey, uh, hope you're doing well. Love you long time. Uh, see ya. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Yes. I hope okay, he was I pooping. I last part back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he was pooping when he sent that. I hope. It sounded like it. Toilet Squad. Am I right? Yeah. He, so there was, a, there was a comment that I posted on Twitter of someone saying that uh, FPT was better without Job Prosser. They fucked up my name. <laughs> yeah. So that's what he's talking about. Thank you for the very specific joke, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's all about those two percenters. <laughs> Thank you for calling in to make us explain a joke <laughs> for you. Uh, thank you. We appreciate it. Okay. No, that was great. Nice question. Hi, my name is Christina Red. I have a question for the boys at Front Page Tech. <laughs> Um, I am curious more about the back end of things. So deleting videos or privating videos, maybe unlisting videos, how that can help and or hurt a channel, renaming a channel to, I guess, fit better with the branding. I want to know the nitty-gritty behind those kind of meta details. Thank you. Goodbye. Wow. John, this is like the, the – I know you you picked all these, right? Uh, Yeah. Cause this is like the creator episode. Yeah, it seems like it. This is awesome. <laughs> seems like it. So, by the way, we love the Reds. Yeah, we do. Christine and James Red. Uh, yep. So, this is the very you question. Yeah. So, branding stuff is very. I think that's more for the public and less for the YouTube algorithm. I know a lot of people are like your YouTube. The name mat. Your channel name matters for the YouTube algorithm and all that. No, it. I don't YouTube think so. Is, YouTube There's is no way too fucking that. smart and categorizes your stuff based off of whatever they want, not you, not whatever you name your channel. They figure it out based off of user data. Yeah. So speaking of user data, we did this. We actually, like a few weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, I privated a thousand videos of yep. ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so literally, like if you looked at our social blade, we lost in like one day of views? like 10 million views. Yeah. Because I just privated a thousand videos, right. um, and they were they were like you know all all the way from the beginning of Front Page Tech when nobody mm-hmm. was watching up until like season six of Front Page Tech. So like the last year and a half of us is the videos that I kept up on YouTube. And the, my my theory with that was like instead of YouTube trying to you know comb through thousands of our videos, which are, have varied in terms of what type of content they are. And t- instead of making YouTube like go through all of those to determine, because there was, I think we'd be considered a legacy channel because even though we posted the first video on in 2013, I think, but like in January 2013, but the channel was actually started. The account was started before like the major algorithm shift of YouTube back when it was just like, I don't know, upload stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, So... In in the algorithm's view, we are what would be considered a legacy channel. So I wanted to get rid of all of that data and just be like, okay, this is the this is all the data you need to serve the videos to the right people. Do this, and I think it helped. Like it, uh, it's hard to say now because it's only been like 
three weeks, but uh, we went it, we went back to growing again, which was nice. Instead of we were losing mm-hmm. subscribers every day, every time we uploaded a video, just losing them, and we went back to growing. I don't know if it's because we just started putting out more of the right content, or if it's because we put out the right con- content and deleted thousands of other stuff. <laughs> it's hard to say, but yeah, that's why we did that. Good question. Okay. Hey, uh, my name's Chris. I'm from Boise. A uh, question I wanted to ask was, how many iterations do you think the Galaxy Fold will have to go through before it's actually successful? Oh, also, I wow. uh, love the show. been watching it for like two years straight now. Hey, oh, a bunch man. of two years, people. That's awesome. Uh, also, a good question. Uh, John, I, I recently sent you the jerry-rig-everything uh, teardown of mm-hmm. the Galaxy Fold. Yeah. Or rather, the like durability test. Did you watch that at all? I did, and I gotta be honest, his videos are the worst. I hate the I hate the noises, dude. Not not even saying that he's a bad creator. No, I no, just no. personally fucking hate those videos. I it's so hard for me to sit through them because it's so painful. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> like, say, I'm, I'm real sensitive to noises like that. I know, with all the like the noises of the metal scraping against metal, and just no, yeah. oh, very no. valuable video though because I think that really showcased one of the massive issues with that phone. It's just yeah. how breakable, like. They did what they could in a lot of ways with the Galaxy Fold, like with the hinge, like the hinge durability and the the build materials outside of the foldable screen. But yeah. my God, like for those of you who haven't seen the video or won't, um, he does a test where Samsung said they fixed an issue where dust was getting under the screen and killing pixels and creating dead zones and just yeah. ruining the experience. Uh, but he did a test where he folded it and he dumped like a, a handful of like a little bit of sand and rocks through the, the phone. Yeah. It just, oh my God, it, it crippled the phone. Like it entered the hinges <laughs> everywhere under the screen. It was just like, holy shit. Like you have one bad experience with that. Like it's done. And that's like, the fixed version. That's after they realized yeah, the problems and it's got just crazy. four months to fix it or whatever. Like if you accidentally like, I don't know, put too much weight on that on the phone when it's unfolded with the screen out, your fingernails will leave marks on it. It's like huh. oh, that holy shit, that thing's a liability. <laughs> I I am confident in saying it'll that's not a thing that'll ever be successful. They don't need multiple iterations of this thing. It's just not foldables are not the future. Maybe a foldable tablet, but a foldable phone in that concept is not gonna work. It's not what the it's not what the mass market wants or could use. Yeah. And I think if they wanted to give it the best chance to be successful, there needs to be a heavy price drop and a heavy focus on like somehow increasing the durability. Like yeah. I don't the technology might not be there yet, but if that's the case, it's just not the time for that technology then. I mean, because, first impressions are everything. And even yeah. if they do make a good one, all the people are going to be like, but weren't these breaking? Like, didn't yeah. weren't these? Wasn't there a major problem with these? It was that video was really, really, really painful. Yeah. And it's just like, it just might not be the time because that shit shouldn't exist for the price it is. And it's just, my God. Could you imagine spending $2,000 on that and then like, <laughs> like, yeah yeah just putting in your pocket with like i don't know some some lint some change, other some change, soft maybe? things or yeah, anything a oh, receipt dude. maybe who knows oh my god like the that <sighs> my immediate thought by the way i have two cats okay and one of them likes to chew on my fucking phone because 
they're idiots. I mean, I don't know how else to reason it, but I have a Pixel 3, and that thing takes cat bites like a champ. She just gnaws <laughs> on the corner of my uncased, unprotected Pixel 3. By the way, she, I'm in contact fine. with Google trying to get you a uh, Pixel 4. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to move to iPhone. Anyway. Uh, don't say that on the show. <laughs> I mean, uh, thank you, Google overlords. Uh, but my Pixel 3 takes cat bites like a champ. One chomp on the Galaxy oh, Fold would ruined. kill the screen. Ruined. ruined. Kill pixels, kill entire lines of the display. Didn't yeah. matter. Such an important part of the experience of the entire device. Like, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Like, okay, so I think about this. A lot. So have you dropped devices and broken them? Uh, you know what? No. Really? <laughs> I never have. I remember my, uh, so I never do, except for my fucking Galaxy S8. Oh, yeah, you fucked that, that one up That slippery motherfucker. Times. So, got a free Galaxy S8, like you do, like any normal human being, hey, and didn't have insurance on it, because it was free. <laughs> so, um, I was, I think I was in the back of your car, and... Yes. Oh, you wanted me to... Oh, we had trash or something that I was going to throw in the dumpster. So, I got <laughs> out of the car, except my phone was on my lap, whoosh, slid right off, hit the like pavement, and shattered the back. Oh, so bad. And then I yeah. did it again. Like I was I days was like, later, maybe. Yeah, I was in like a grocery store parking lot and I, I went to <laughs> you ever have those where you try to you go to put it in your pocket and you absolutely miss the pocket hole? I haven't, but that, it just slides a, right that's, down. That's a nightmare like, what you're describing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I that hit the pavement so hard that it put a hole in the front of the display. Oh my god. It worked. Just just took a fucking chunk out of it. And uh those moments of just like it's absolutely all the way your fault, and you're like, fuck, now it's just not the same anymore. It's just ruined now. It's yeah. like that, but you, it's not your fault, and you never know when it's going to happen. It's just a surprise. It could the be Galaxy anything. Fold ruining yeah. the display. It's, it, it should not be a consumer product. It, the price, to me, is fine, but it shouldn't be a consumer product that is allowed to be sold. Like That just sucks yeah. to give to consumers... If somebody wants to buy that, there needs to be a whole disclaimer. Like, I mean, on the front they have like, like it ships with. <laughs> don't press it too hard. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's don't like, touch it hard. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't fold it. Don't put it in your pocket. <laughs> just none of this stuff. I would I love like, to see. Go ahead. I feel like if you just if you just took a Galaxy Fold out of the box, and you opened it up, unfolded it, and you just put it on the counter for a week. None. You didn't touch it. You didn't fold it. Nothing. You would come back to that, and it would have something. It, the screen would be fucked in some way. Yeah, I, like I, a I'm fucking fly landed so. on it wrong, or <laughs> I don't know, just something. I just I would be so scared to carry that thing. Yeah, that's you better have a lot of disposable income if that's what you want to buy with your money. Such a shame. That's not yeah. the, the, the in no universe will that be successful. No, nope, sorry, not yet. I'm sorry, everybody else. Okay, a uh, couple other questions. Uh, I think I think I only picked a couple more for the episode. Here we go. Hey, Jordan and Burns. My name is Josiah from Washington. Hello. Hello, uh, Josiah. To make it on the show, awesome. If not, awesome. Um, <laughs> so my quick question was: um, as a tech enthusiast, after getting kind of hyped over the iPhone 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max, I'm holding an iPhone 10s right now. And with the whole trade-in incentive that Apple has going on, 
would it be in my best interest to upgrade now, or should I just hold on to my 10s for now? Uh, I know you're from the average consumer standpoint, but I'm curious to what you think. All right, bye. Well, he I mean, he did just say he's not the average consumer. He started that. He didn't say he was an enthusiast, right? Yeah. He started that. I mean, well, okay. So I think the next question we have is actually related to that. So might as well just play both. Oh, yeah, sure. Because yeah, this can just be a topic. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Yeah, simple question. Why do many tech YouTubers think that you should upgrade from the previous phone to the newest phone, like the iPhone XS to the iPhone 11, simply because they think that the new features and upgrades are so worth it, even though everybody always says that the changes are minor? and not necessarily worth an extra $1,000 or $800 for the upgrade. But some of them still try to get people to upgrade because they think it's just worth it. Thank you. Yeah, okay, these so are definitely I don't related. think that's a thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, that mindset's always existed. I mean, that's why Apple releases a phone every year. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't hear a lot of tech YouTubers try to convince people to upgrade in fact i think most of them say it's boring don't do it <laughs> or or it, it tend, they tend to stay out of it but i think i think both can like a person coming from the 10s to the 11 like if you really want to and like this this exists outside of the phone world too like there's a reason people will do like 12 month leases on cars because they want to have a new experience in a year or yeah. they want to just have the latest and greatest or whatever. Like this is common elsewhere. And I think it's the same mindset. It's just you want the new thing and you're into the new thing. And it's like that's a big draw for you. And if that's the case, it's a new phone. Otherwise, like there are people rolling with their 6S still. And that's admirable, yeah. first of all. Kind of impressive. Well, but, I, th I think this is the last year for support for it. So good right. luck. And like it's it's... Apple's doing a good job of catering to the people who haven't upgraded in a few years and uh -huh. want to. I mean, like we talk, we've, we've mentioned it multiple times. The the eleven, the iPhone eleven coming out is fifty dollars cheaper yeah. than the ten R budget phone. And the ten R still out. Budget phone. Not yeah, and there's still a ten R available. So like, it's just yeah. I think I think this is a very incremental year, which is also meant for people to catch up to. Yeah, uh, major focus on that. Otherwise, I mean, the, the 11 Pro is still awesome. So yeah, know? I did. So I did a Twitter Q and A yesterday, and somebody got in an argument with me about, um, like, why? So I I had, I had tweeted like earlier in the week about how I'm excited about iPhones again, and um, they were arguing with me where I I was making a point that it's about it's never been about soft or it's never been about hardware. It's all about software. It's always been about software. And he was like, so, you know, by your logic, uh, somebody with an iPhone like SE would be fine because at least it has the latest uh, version of iOS. And I said, yeah, yes, actually, that is what I'm saying. The average consumer <laughs> would be fine. Like the the hardware specs don't tell the whole story f for the experience. Like you can, you can get the numbers on paper, but you can't measure user experience with a number. So true. Um, and he's like, well, if that's the case, why do you upgrade every year? And I was like, because I'm not the average consumer. Like, just because I, just because I advocate for the average consumer doesn't mean that I am one a hundred percent. And like, just, and also just because I like upgrading every year because like this is what we do, mm -hmm. this is the market we're in and the industry we're in. It doesn't mean that because I do it, you got to do it. Yeah, and everybody gets a case of, ooh, new shiny thing. Look. 
Yeah. Like, it's just what, it's it, is a, what it is. You know what? Fuck Apple because it's amazing how my, how, like, the second after they announced the new phones, I look at my phone, I'm like, oh, it's old. <laughs> Honestly, it's just, it's why they're a fucking billion or what what it well, yeah multi-billion dollar corporation yeah, like 900 and market caps are like 990 billion dollars right now or something yeah. stupid a little bit more than multi-billion <laughs> but, but yeah like Almost i mean they're trillion. good at the, it turns out they're kind of good at this stuff marketing marketing though marketing. and you like the way the pro looks i like the yeah i mean honestly uh if if uh apple Okay, just saying. I mean, Google. Listen, if you want to give me Pixel Four, <laughs> fine. But if Apple wanted to give me Eleven Pro, I wouldn't say no. You know what I'm saying? So I'm curious. Uh, I don't know if you've talked about this. I mean, I've I've let my opinion be known. But do you? Are you one of those people that has an issue with them using the name Pro with the phone? Oh no! I mean, it it seems like there is the only difference that's ever existed for a lot of people from the original MacBooks and the MacBook Pros is like this one, like the MacBook Pro had like a black border around the display. Yeah. it Like, <laughs> like there's always hardware differences and certain other features, but Apple's never been about like making, it's, it's not a, even a completely different product. It's like an offshoot that has yeah. some added features and benefits. That would more benefit the pro con- customer. That's it. Yeah, and to me, this isn't new. Yeah, to me, it's just it's just it's all marketing. Like I think people just get too caught up and they're like, "Well, that does that's not pro to me. Pro to me yeah. means twelve gigabytes of RAM." Like, no, fuck you. To me, the, it it's marketing and it's all relative. the The highest end of a product line, if they want to call it pro, fine. Yeah, as and long for as the it's not time. another product above it. For the longest time, it was just that it was a Mac product that said Pro or an Apple yeah. product that said Pro. Yeah. Like anymore, we're seeing yeah, a lot this more isn't people. New to Apple. We're seeing a lot more people nowadays, like Pro creators, moving over to Windows or more powerful, you know, hardware that isn't Apple. Yeah. But like for the longest time, it was like if you wanted to do creative stuff, you just got a MacBook. You got a yeah, MacBook Pro even, if you were hardcore. That's just what it's it was. It's not even terms of like power. No, it's just it's marketing. Just, it, it's like. Well, I mean, creators moving to Windows or something isn't even related to, well, Windows is more oh, powerful. A Windows machine is more powerful. It's more value for money. Like, you can just get more out of a Windows machine with your money. Yeah. And, and yeah. And it's, and people are start like, they've, they've gotten sort of immune to the marketing aspect yeah. of the pro devices from Apple. It's just, it's, it's, this is no different than how it's always been, honestly. Yeah. So I, you don't have an issue with the, with them calling it a pro? No, I think it makes sense because the, they, they now have an excuse to just if they want to go balls out with a device they have the pro line to do it in yeah so we'll see well i just found pictures of my iphone 4 and 4s <laughs> that what are you laughing about just because i you're just you're so predictable and you're in your you know fuck you go ahead <laughs> i found pictures of my iphone 4 and 4s yeah. like just today mm-hmm. and we're tweeting about how uh like there's nothing like seeing an iPhone 4 to remind you how shitty phones look now. Yeah. A lot of people didn't agree with that, but th- it's it's untouchable. Like that design I mean, will never be topped to me. I like the 4 and the 4S and I don't even agree, John. I think the 11 and the 11 Pro or specifically the 11 Pro looks really really good. Really? Yeah. They've it's it's a, really? it's a stylish motherfucker. I like dude, I looked at a like since I saw I found my pictures, I looked up reviews of it. Of the iPhone uh-huh. 4. 
Uh, and I found I found a review of the iPhone five when it came. Oh my god, dude, so good in the matte black. Oh, the so, five was good looking. The five so S good. was definitely like, I think it's my favorite it over lighter. the four S. Your the five S is yeah. The, I like, liked the five a lot more because it was darker. It was darker black. It was matte. The iPhone five was it started using lighter shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was a little bit longer, five, a little bit little, little bit taller, and didn't feel so squishy like or so the, squished down. The iPhone 5 was the one that was uh, the first one that shipped it was longer. Dude, I yeah, I know. I remember all the fucking memes back then on like all the image boards and forums <laughs> and shit. It was just like introducing the tall phone. And it was just <laughs> and it, it showed like 5S you know, yeah. or 5 I was I love how this it was long. ridiculous back then. And it was just like the 6 was longer. It's <laughs> just they kept getting longer what every was number. That? A 5-inch screen? No, what was that? Ah, uh, dude, what, I don't even know. What size was the iPhone 5? I've lost all sort of like iPhone reference for for size screen of screen size. since we've been getting rid of bezels. Let me look at this. Oh, yeah, you got to look this up now. Screen size. It's going to be small. It was small a four compared. inch screen. Yes, it's going to be small. Dude, the Isn't iPhone the iPhone 11 Pro Max is like 6.5 inches. Isn't that crazy? Nuts. I love how we saw uh, that phone. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> look how long and weird it is. <laughs> I, anyway, I was watching a review of the iPhone 5 and. Someone was holding it. I think it was Chris Perillo, actually. I think it was a Chris Perillo review. Oh, wow. And he was sitting He was sitting there on a live stream, and he was holding the phone, and he turned it a certain way, and the fucking phone glimmered. Like, the light bounced oh. off the chamfered edge. <laughs> and I'm like, that is... that is The phones are not like this anymore. Like, the detail. Oh, my God. It was so, so good. It fucking glimmered. It was like, bring! I'm pretty sure it made that sound when the light hit it. <laughs> Honestly, I think, I think that's just... Those phones just hit all like your design cues. You've always oh. been a very like, like that matches up even with how the show looks in a lot of ways. Dude, just how so you know because it's because the show's long now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is longer. It's more horizontal. Oh, oh man. man, dude, such a good phone. Which reminds me of fucking. <sighs> this is the last thing we'll talk about today, Burn. Okay. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind oh, over iOS. What's wrong with it? I, so I told people, I told people a month before iOS released to the public that it's messy, it's buggy. And they were like, it's fine for me, it's perfect, it's so good. That's what they sound like. Okay, and yeah. Today, so, literally, as I'm recording, someone tweeted me being like, so I, you know, I was one of the people that, that yelled at John and said he was wrong, and now I have it, and I just, and he, he used that gif of Homer Simpson backing up into the bushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, it's fucking atrocious. So I have these same bugs that just have not gone away. I keep upgrading to the newest version. I'm on iOS 13.1 right away. now. And it never goes away. Number one, <laughs> if I miss a call, it just, it just I have, you know, the little red notification on the phone icon? Yeah. Never goes away. Just doesn't. Until I turn my phone off again. Like, I'll open it up and it'll be like, okay, I looked at the call. No. And every time I get a call, that number just stacks up and the notification will not go away. <laughs> just doesn't. Uh, iPad OS is a fucking mess because, um, like last night I went to use it and <laughs> I tapped it. I went to tap on an icon uh -huh. and the whole UI just flipped upside down. Oh, that's definitely intended. That's just awesome. went all the all the way the wrong way. My YouTube icon won't work. That's another thing. I like my so I have a problem with icons with YouTube, the Reminders app, uh, and I think it's Procreate. I think. When I tap on the icon, it doesn't open. <laughs> it just it just like it does it dims the icon, but nothing happens. I have to like open the multitasking window 
to go to the app and use it. Oh, this is actually a feature, by the way. It, it, it's Apple like being a little bit like <laughs> more steps in terms of like life integration, where yeah. they just know what apps you actually want to use, and those just don't fall on with what's. I'm vision. worried that if I go to the multitask window when I close YouTube, that it's just gone. I can't reopen it. <laughs> Hang on, let me try this. Okay, on the, I'm on the iPad right now. Uh, <laughs> let me let me swipe up. Okay, YouTube's gone. Gonna tap the icon now. <laughs> nope. It, okay, that's it. Nothing oh, is gone. happening. It's gone. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'll restart it or something. But Jesus, it's a complete fucking mess. And I can't stand it. Oh, can I open I'm my sorry. notes now? I'm sorry I have to deal with this, John. Android 10, meanwhile, uh, I don't know what the general populace consensus is, but mm-hmm. I'm having a pretty good time. System I love how disconnected you nice. are from everything. You're just like, you don't care. Uh, Android 10 lets you change the accent color on Android. So mine's purple. I mean, That's I really had that exciting. with my OnePlus device. Yeah, but I got a Pixel, so uh, I don't have fun things. <laughs> you don't have fun things. <laughs> uh, my home screen can now rotate if I rotate my phone. That's pretty really? fun. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's my. Why would you want that, though? Okay, this is actually hilarious. So, okay, let's say, let's say I'm in YouTube, right? Let's say you're in YouTube. And Hypothetical I, scenario. Yeah, and maybe my phone is rotated, but like... Maybe. I'm watching a video full screen. Okay. But my phone may be a little more upright or whatever. So like if I want to do multitasking, I'll like swipe up from the bottom and then the phone loses its mind. It's like, I don't know if you're rotated or not. I don't know. So here's just <laughs> here's multitasking how we think your orientation is. So I have to do I have to do test swipes in a direction to see like am I scrolling or am I closing an app? Like <laughs> my so, phone does that too. Yeah. So like, just knowing. <laughs> You know knowing the, if it's in the right direction. So, you know, since the iPhone 10 came out, the UI where, uh, since there's no home button, there's that little pill at the bottom, little bar at the bottom where you swipe. Yeah. Well, sometimes that bar forgets what orientation it's at. <laughs> and if it's on the side, so it's supposed to be in the bottom. If I'm holding my phone the right way and the, fo- the, little, the little bar is on the bottom, if the bar is on the right for some reason... It accepts no other answer. Like I can't <laughs> swipe up from the bottom. I I'm holding my phone the right way, but I have to swipe from the right. Yeah, that's exactly what left. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's a I just I just want people to care about software again. <laughs> that's all. I just want it to work. No, John. Pro device. More cameras. I know. More cameras. <laughs> more cameras. More cameras. <laughs> my, the, so the picture of the iPhone four I found had uh-huh. that like. Uh, that old shitty YouTube app, the original YouTube app. Oh yeah, the television, the boomer, yeah. boomer YouTube. <laughs> Before Google actually made an official app or Apple yeah. accepted or whatever the deal was there. Uh, those were th- those were the good old days, man. You're Memories. so old. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, when did that? F- it came out ten years ago, almost. Yeah, just about ten years ago. Go back to your hut, old man. Get out of here. Why me? What? You're the same age. <laughs> no, but you're older, like no, mentally. You're the same. <laughs> mentally. You're definitely a fucking you were, old man. You were on your hands and knees picking up shitty, gross, soggy fucking newspaper off your carpet, off your floor at your Not house. soggy at all, actually. It was very dry. That's You're you're the old man here. Hey, listen. I got much. a really nice uh, hardwood floor in my office now. What do you have? Now? <laughs> you have carpet, regret about Carpet iPhones. with padding under it. <laughs> and you have cats. You they're have gonna, cats. They're going to poop on your carpet. <laughs> We have the same number of cats. Okay, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Okay, we're done. Goodbye. (laughs) That's it for the show. Well, we almost hit an hour, so we got to keep going for like another minute. Burn, help, fix. You gotta, you gotta Uh, pull your shit together. uh, 
It's almost been an hour and I can't live with myself if we stop like a minute too early. I think I'm over phone cases. <laughs> thank you for your thank you for, <laughs> thank you for your help. Like, why are you over phone cases? I'm I, like I just I've just gotten used to like seeing my pixel out of its case, and I think I go through cycles of this, but I just can't fucking stand them. They're so ugly phone Wait, cases. What? You can't stand phone. What? What? For real? Like they just ruin like the really nice engineering of all these devices, and it's just like. Fuck, man. I never use a case with my phone, but I don't like do anything to go anywhere where it would break. You don't even leave the leave I know. Your fucking apartment. It, it can't it can't break. It's always safe. That's the answer to no phone cases. I guess so. But yeah. Don't go outside. Also, I have a pop socket now and that like that has cemented my like trust. Like usually phones are like real slippery and it's kind of scary to handle them without a case. Okay, I forgot but about pop, your pop socket. Pop sockets are fucking awesome. I could they're, not live with one of those on my phone. They're ugly, but they're so utilitarian. I could not live with it on my like, phone. Like, I never have to wor- worry about, like, taking a weirdly angled picture or, like, doing anything with my phone because that little fucking plastic nub on the back is so, like, reliable. <laughs> it's great. Hey, PopSockets, if you want to sponsor us. Dude, send uh, us, like, a thousand. I don't give a fuck. T- send us a thousand dollars. Of pop sockets, which is like a hundred, because they're like ten dollars a piece. Because they're ten dollars a piece. Yeah, isn't that stupid? No way. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Don't fucking sponsor us. I don't want to make anybody pay ten dollars for that. John has been an hour yet. I'm t- I'm dying uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's been an hour. Okay, everybody, <laughs> we're leaving. Listen, we really, we really, we we pushed as hard as we could to make sure you got an hour of content. We didn't really push that hard. <laughs> Burn, you got to come back next week recharged. And with oh yeah, I will. Hey, this is a good podcast, even though I was a little tired. But John, you know what though? What? I'm moving next week. Okay. You know what that means? No. You're moving with me no. next week. <laughs> <laughs> you no. better get ready to lift a motherfucking coach. No. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, <laughs> wait. Next week? Next weekend. So, no, what about the podcast? We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, see you next week, maybe. <laughs> Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Recycle Bin, let us know by subscribing on your favorite podcast app and by leaving us a review. It helps us know that you like the show and helps other people find it. Recycle Bin is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else podcasts are available.